8 o'clock. Thanks for joining us. Jim and the Buckeye Boy today from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios. The most trusted name in automobiles. It's a day to complain. It's Wine About a Wednesday. Brought to you by Talon Wine. This hour is also brought to you by Preston Lee at Country Financial. He believes in building relationships, supporting the community, and serving others. Have a chat and let him help you protect the things that are important to you. Google him at Preston Lee Country Financial. LeBron James now the all-time leading scorer in NBA history, surpassing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was in attendance last night. Your thoughts on LeBron James? I know this is a can of worms we're opening up here because, Kyle, I know. Oh, it's fun, though. You you don't like him. We get that. Not, I'm not saying all of you don't like we him. We get to scrap and fight. It's a, a lot of fun. A good portion of you do not like him. But you cannot deny what the guy's accomplished. And I get Jim. Jim's a super P1. Yeah. But what about uh, the fact that he didn't uh, go to college? Well, okay. He had potentially a four-year head start. Not, not necessarily so. He could have left college mm-hmm. early. Didn't. Jordan left early. Yeah. So So he did not go to college for four years. He got a one-year jump start on Kareem and still couldn't catch him. Still still couldn't catch Kareem and the the sky hook. I just don't think that's a valid complaint about him. It's it's not like he did something illegal. He was... Actually, the degree of difficulty was harder because he was a 17-year-old guy playing against grown men. The chance for failure was high there for him because it's happened to a lot of other guys. They're a guy like LeBron James, Kevin Garnett, they're the exceptions. Kobe's an exception. And there are a lot of guys that have right. gone right from high school into the NBA that have failed and failed miserably. Looking at you, Kwame Brown. There you go, case in point. The poster boy for what were you thinking? Why didn't you go play college basketball? You were not ready for this. Once again, I use the Vince Vaughn anchorman thing. I don't have to like you, but but damn it, I respect you. Mm -hmm. Dylan has the text. Uh, He's got a whine in there. He's like, LeBron's milestone is impressive. Don't like some of his statements, but no denying the on-court play. And that's Dylan. That's just way too mature of a text this morning. We just—that's not sports. Come on, come sports on, sports talk radio, Dylan. Come on, Dylan. Come on, come on. That's rational. What's this? I don't like no. him, but I respect him. Business. Come on, Dylan. Come on. What's wrong with you? Way too grown up for this here radio program. He wants to whine about it. the Jeff Carter hit on Kale McCarr, which, which was is warranted. That's cheap a good wine. Cheap and. Dirty. Not a warranted hit, warranted wine. Let me get that out there. Yeah. LeBron's milestone is impressive. Don't like his statements about being anti-police, but no denying the on-court play. And then for people to say he doesn't have the right to say anything. He's an athlete. Just go shut, shut up and dribble. Yeah. You, you just need to shut up with that. Yeah. Last time I checked, citizen of this country... I don't, I don't agree with anybody being anti-police. Not in the, not in the least bit. And minority but, minority communities need policing. Ask the people that live in those communities need it more than anybody. 
and want it more than anybody. There are good people that live in minority communities that want to be protected. But the the shut up and dribble thing is like that that really applies to anybody then. You know, well, you shouldn't have an opinion of what's going on in the world. Shut up and talk about sports. Or you shouldn't have an opinion of what's going on in the world. Shut up and talk and sell whatever you're out there selling now. You know what I mean? Robert mentioned the great Bill Russell, who is known for his social activism. So Bill Russell's supposed to shut up and just go grab another rebound? Shut up and go win another championship? Mm -hmm. LeBron, it's shut up and travel because he doesn't really dribble that much. And I, look, I, I, Dylan, I agree. I don't agree with everything LeBron says. But if we're just talking about LeBron James, the player, you got to respect what he's accomplished. Mm-hmm. Larry from Clifton, Michael Porter Jr. is overrated. My concern, he's hurt more than available. I, yeah. I There is the overrated part, Larry. I, I can't entirely disagree with that. When he's healthy and he's on and he's mentally focused, he has a world of potential. But how but, rare is that? But that is... Hitting that sweet spot's tough, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean. That's kind of another angle of last night being more frustrating than impressive for Michael Porter Jr. For me. Okay, Andy. Andy with the with a, a very gym-like, well, he didn't go to college thing here. Yes, he's the all-time points leader, but Jabbar attempted only one three-pointer in his career. I don't like James. I definitely don't think he is the GOAT. He won't take the big shot. And 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 team and team jumps. I'm sorry. Sorry, made only one three pointer. I guess Jabbar made made, he made three, one out of made, eighteen attempts. But that wasn't his game. And that's what look. And that's there's no denying how great Kareem Abdul Jabbar was. He's he's one of my all time favorite players. And also a guy that was not without criticism about mm-hmm. how he felt about things socially and wanted out of Milwaukee and, and all those things. And yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but it's not LeBron James fault that the NBA decided to institute the three point line back in the eighties and that he's, but when you think about LeBron, is he, is he Steph? Is he the quintessential great three point shooter? He can make threes, but it's not like LeBron James game is based around his three point shooting. It's one tool he has in his toolbox. I'm just I'm just not gonna use that either. Just I just can't sit there and go, well, yeah, but he shot threes. Well, so a lot of other guys. It's a it's it's a rule that the NBA put in. It's not like he's done something illegal. Everybody sound like, oh yeah, well, it, it, it diminishes because he shot threes. Well, so what? You're allowed to shoot three pointers. Cream's game was not based on that. It was not that was not a tool he had in his toolbox. Three point line was was there when he played. Later on in his career, but it what there was no way Cream was ever going to be a great three point shooter. wasn't the, wasn't the thing that he did. He was a low post magician. That's what he did. Jared, I do think LeBron is probably the best player of his era. I mean. On the greatest basketball team ever, Jordan was clearly the best. Uh, on the Olympic teams, LeBron played for, you could say, Kobe may be as good. Okay. I'm, I'm, I do I, think there's a point in there. I'm not going to agree necessarily with the entirety of the text. But 
I think p- people do just kind of forget how great Kobe was. They jump to the to two-person conversation, Michael and LeBron, and Kobe is either a distant third or not mentioned at all, and that may be just forgetting how good Kobe was. One, one of the greatest players of his generation. One of the greatest players of all time mm-hmm. in Kobe Bryant. All right, who do we have in the Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line? Earlier this week, Paul promised to call back for prop bets for the Super Bowl. It is our Around the NFL segment. It is Around the NFL time. So, Paul, your timing is impeccable. It is Around the NFL time. What do you have for prop bets today, sir? Well, wanting to bring value to the show and wanting to be a listener that cares about you know the Valley here, I bring you prop bets. And I'd like you guys to answer these as we go through them very quickly. Okay, are we going to keep track? Really? Are we keeping track of these, Paul, or are we going to be held to these, or what? What's the? <laughs> you Only have if a you gambling lose. problem. If you win, I will not keep track of them. If you lose, I will be coming for it. Okay, all right. That, that <laughs> doesn't sound fair, but okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go along with that. These are real prop bets that you can go on to DraftKings or any of the sites right now and get. So here's number one: okay. which team's going to score the last points? Last points. Ooh. Last points. I'll um I'll go Eagles. I'm going KC. Right. I'll go Eagles too. Will a quarterback win the MVP? Mm, yes. yes. Highest scoring half, the first half or the second half. Wait, wait, Paul, what's your quarterback as MVP? Is yeah, that a yes? Yeah. Is that a yes for you? That's totally a yes. Okay. All right. Okay, because and the and the odds show that it's gonna be because you you know, you you, you bet a hundred to win, I think. Man, that was 20 bucks or something like that. It's obviously people like the quarterback. Highest scoring half, the first or the second? Second. Second. I agree. Second. Total touchdown scored over under six and a half. Mm. I'm going to go. Tough one, isn't it? I'm going gonna... <sighs> to go over. I'm, I'll just be a contrarian. I'll go under. But I feel I'm like it's going to go. I'm going yeah. over. Okay. Jalen Hurts over or under two hundred and forty three and a half passing yards. Mm, I'm gonna go under. 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 Will Patrick Mahomes have over or under one and a half passing touchdowns? Over. Yeah, I'm going over. Over as well. Three more. Which team will score five points or more first? KC. Uh, I'm going to go Philly. I'm going to go Philly as well. Which team will be leading at the end of the first quarter? I'll go KC. Leading after one. To go on my five-point thing. I'm going Philly then. I'm going Philly as well. And the last prop bet of the day, which is a total flip of the coin. What will the result be of the opening coin toss? You get it? Did you get that? That's pretty funny of me. That's clever. That's that was AM yeah. radio worthy. <laughs> that's that's circa nineteen eighty two. One of uh, that's why I'm one of the hundred most valuable fans that calls in. Okay, you're, top one hundred at least. You're, you're key, you keep climbing the list, just like uh, LeBron has over the course I'm, of his career. I'm going to go tails. Tails never fails. Um, just to be a contrarian, go heads. I'll go. go heads. Why not? And uh, I got no idea. <laughs> it's 50-50. I'd say tails. Sure, why not? 
All right. I'll come back to you on Friday. I like that. Very good. Please do. We'll come back and we'll do the prop bets. And I want to hear your picks on Friday. I've got mine. And if you want, I'll share my prop bets that I've actually put money on. Okay. Did you did you read how much is being bet on this Super Bowl? Eight hundred gazillion dollars. I, I haven't seen an actual eleven billion dollars. I, I haven't. I haven't. I have not seen the number, Paul. Because online gambling became legal in fourteen other states. You have a gambling problem. <laughs> right. Degenerate. Sixteen billion dollars. Not not the least bit surprised. No, we're a bunch of degenerates. Aren't we? We Come out to the golf course here at Colorado. We'll bet half of that. That's okay, all. very good. Who who are you playing with today? Um, I'm going actually out to drop my stuff off at the compost pile, and then I'm going to go play with Sean and Rob and Trace because okay. Colorado opened yesterday. Okay, very good. We'll have a, a good day at the track out there today. Okay, very good. See you guys. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you Friday. Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah, sure. I like that. All right. Good call from Paul today. I like that. Yeah, and we definitely wrote those down to keep track of <laughs> So. You, you did or you did? We me? did. No, okay, we did. Good job. That's why I was making sure he got on the record with his. Michael Jordan is the goat from Larry. I think that I don't. I don't want to argue with you on that, Larry, because I, I think there is room for for debate about LeBron mm-hmm. and Michael Jordan. I think what LeBron did last night, though, makes the conversation even more more hotly contested. I think LeBron makes it much more of a a a debate. A I mean, it's 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 been a debate for a while. Yeah, but now that he's the all time leading scorer. And you can say, okay, he shoots threes. Okay, he started four years earlier because he, you know, mm-hmm. left. You know, he went right out of high school into the NBA. You still can't take it away from him what he's done, and it makes him one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player of all time. Now the question becomes, you know, because you look at, like I mentioned, the regular season numbers. They're they're fairly they're fairly even. Maybe LeBron with a slight edge in a couple mm-hmm. in a couple of categories, but they're fairly even numbers. Does the two more championships decide everything? To some people, it does. To some, it does. Let's Look, I think individual seasons, Jordan had better individual seasons and more of them. I mean, he averaged 30 points a game for seven straight years. Right. That's not nothing. That's not nothing. All right. We'll get back to around the NFL this morning. Mentioned this uh, last hour that uh, Sean Payton continues to uh, put in the work to build his new coaching staff. Has his first known offensive coordinator interview requested. And somebody that he knows uh, fairly well. Uh, new Orleans quarterbacks coach Ronald Curry. Uh, the Broncos have asked for an interview with him to be the Broncos offensive coordinator. Uh, that confirmed to the post. Uh, NOLA.com had uh, first reported that request he spent the uh, past two seasons coaching quarterbacks including 2021 when Peyton was in his final years as Saints head coach before that was uh, 2016 2017 an offensive assistant and 2018 2020 as the New Orleans Saints wide receivers coach and he started his coaching career two years in San Francisco played in the NFL 
before. He caught 193 passes over 76 games of the Raiders between 02 and 08. Finished with 2,347 receiving yards, 13 career touchdowns. Uh, also considered an upcoming offensive coach. He did interview for the Bucks offensive coordinator post last week, so there's been interest from other teams. And so he talked with reporters at the Senior Bowl where he said, I feel like I'm more than capable to go out here and call plays on Sunday. I've been in the game for 11 years. I played for eight years. I've been around some great coaches, some different systems, and I feel like I've learned a lot along the way. The thing is that he's not going to call plays. Sean Payton will most likely be the play caller for this team, but it would still be a promotion getting moved up from being quarterback's coach to offensive coordinator. And um, I guess it's not been actually official, but Zach Strafe, the assistant offensive line coach, is still expected to be the offensive line coach in Denver. That uh, also, according to CBS Sports, Sean Payton is interested in Saints staffer Declan Doyle as the uh, team's potential tight ends coach. So now that Ajiro Averro's gone, who's going to be the next D.C.? Brian Flores, gone. He's now the Vikings defensive coordinator. Averro, now the Carolina Panthers defensive coordinator. Sean Desai, uh, according to reports, interviewed with Payton over Zoom for the team's defensive coordinator job yesterday that he's the only known interview on the books after Brian Flores accepted that Vikings job that I mentioned. Peyton will have to interview at least one more candidate as the expanded Rooney rule requires coordinator openings to include interviews with at least two external minority or female candidates. And to say, highly regarded by a lot of coaches, uh, of course has had a, a successful career, uh, worked with Vic Fangio in Chicago, spent time with Al Golden at the college level, Chuck Pagano, after Fangio left the Bears to become Denver's head coach. And so uh, when the Bears staff got canned in 2021, he ended up uh, going to Seattle uh, to work for Pete Carroll and defensive coordinator Clint Hurt. And so looks like that um, Sean Desai will be in the running to be the Broncos' next defensive coordinator. So Terry Bradshaw had a comment about um, Sean Payton, about the decision to to join the Broncos that um, Bradshaw, you know, during Fox's pre Super Bowl media availability, Vic Lombardi of altitude out, you know, at, uh, in Phoenix sun, you know, at, at that presser with the Fox uh, personalities asked Bradshaw a series of questions about his soon to be former Fox colleague. Bradshaw said, we hung with him. We would talk. He would talk and talk and talk and talk. And then he said, I'd say, you can't go to Charlotte. That's the NFC South. You can't go to Houston. This is Bradshaw telling Peyton this. They don't have a quarterback down there, and you don't want to be in Houston. You know, they didn't have a quarterback, but Peyton went to New Orleans either. (laughs) And it seemed to work out okay because they got Drew Brees. And Houston's got eight or ten, you know, wax at the jar there so to speak to exactly try and find a quarterback and then bradshaw was asked asked peyton about coaching the cardinals and quarterback kyler murray bradshaw said he didn't want to work with that quarterback and then lombardi apparently asked he'd rather work with russ question mark bradshaw 
burst out laughing in a Louisiana laugh, as it's described in Pro Football Talk. I don't think so, but that's all he's got. He's got no choice, but I tell you one thing, he'll get the most out of him. And the article is right about a couple of things. The other day, the comment was made of with the hiring of Sean Payton that it's no long it's no longer the coach is the problem, right? For the Broncos. It's going to be yeah. the quarterback is the problem if Russ does not get back to the form we've seen previously. Really, Payton's in a no lose situation here, Sean Payton. I guess we we have to clarify that constantly here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if, if Wilson turns it around, Sean Payton's a genius, right? Look what he did. Russ yeah. had his career worst year, and look how great he is. If Wilson sucks, it means that Wilson's done. He's he's mm-hmm. a broken-down guy that can't play the position anymore. Yeah, and Nathaniel Hackett broke him, not Sean, Sean Payton. Payton. Sean Payton really is in a no-lose situation. There's a lot of truth to that. All right, 821. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Your thoughts on LeBron James now becoming the NBA's all-time leading scorer. You've uh, been very opinionated on it today, and we love it, pile on this Wine About a Wednesday with Talon Wine. Well, why don't you cry about it? All right, text or call 970-242-1340. Mile High Sports. Cody Rourke is next on The Jim Davis Show. We're going to be here a while. Would you like to talk? Talk to me! The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader, the team. Welcome back. Jim along with the Buckeye Boy from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios. Most trusted name in automobiles. Uh, Cody's not available because Cody's on Radio Row right now. Oh. Bummer. So. I mean, good for him. Yep. Yeah, awesome for him. Poke around. See what's what down in uh, Glendale, Phoenix, Scottsdale, wherever he's at. Make sure you check out his work, by yeah. the way. Uh, of course, milehighsports.com and uh, afternoons, Mile High Sports Radio. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe we'll get uh, Cody probably next week. Or maybe we'll try to record something, get something with Cody yeah. we, over the next day or two. We should try to get to Radio Row. Try to take the show down there. Maybe an East Coast Super Bowl. So we do the show at 9 in the morning, not 7 <laughs> still. You know, yeah. if we're on vacation for Radio Row. Definitely not a California. You know what, champ? Bowl. You get to work on that. A Six a.m. call for the show. Nope, can't do that. You That'd be way get too to early. you get to work on that. Okay, you talk to the powers that be. You have my full blessing. I mean, if Buckeye Boy show, I definitely take the lead. You're in management. You could you have a better relationship than I, I, I just, do. I just know how that's going to go. Trust me. It's going like, to got to wear them down. Really? We're going to send you guys fill in the blank. Really? We're going to do that? Yeah. Uh. By the way, this hour brought to you by Preston Lee. Country Financial believes in building relationships, supporting the community, and serving others. Have a chat and let him help you protect the things that are important to you. Google him at Preston Lee Country Financial. All right, so uh, Cody work unavailable today. A little more NFL news since uh, we had a little. There was Got a, a little thing, time here. There's a few things left over. Yeah. George Payton talking about uh, the direction for the Broncos in, in regard to to building the roster with new head coach Sean Payton. 
that uh, obviously free agency, duh, is going to be a major priority for the Broncos. That um, the, the George Payton the other day at the press conference said that uh, you know that that's you know, that's going to be something that you know it's something Sean Payton and him will will talk a lot about. We'll talk about free agency, and so you know there's obviously there's not a lot of draft capital, so it's going to be tough for the Broncos to do a lot of trading up in the upcoming NFL draft. There's a chance maybe they make some moves to try to, to get more picks. That's entirely possible. And and Payton, George Payton said they'll be aggressive in free agency. And they feel like that's the place where they can get the most bang for their buck considering what the, the lack of draft capital right now. Mm-hmm. Denver has a eleven point nine million in cap space right now, according to Sport Track. So if they get rid of Graham Glasgow, Ronald Darby, and Chase Edmonds, they would have just under thirty million in cap space. So there'd probably be a couple more moves that they would look at that would probably help in that regard. So it's some guys are going to be going. And but the thing is, it's still the Russell Wilson contract on the salary cap side continues to be an issue for this team. But the cap numbers, the, the good thing is they don't really balloon until 2025. So the next two seasons, here's the good thing right now in the, in the short term, that they they've got some room to work with. After 2025, cap number gets above 55 million. It's going to be a problem. But I think there's there's little doubt where the, the free agency is where they're going to rebuild this offensive line. Maybe they look at another cornerback. I think it's time to move on from Ronald Darby. That's obviously not yeah not worked out particularly well. Demari Mathis got better as the season went along, but I don't know if I, I feel comfortable with Demari Mathis yet as the running mate with Patrick Sertay on the second. I don't know if I feel not like, really, not yet. Got better though. Remember, the, remember the the Chargers game where they just abused him, mm-hmm. and he had multiple personal foul penalty or yeah, uh, pass I mean, not personal foul, but pass interference penalties. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, my phone was buzzing over here. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready for Mathis to be the guy that's picked on a lot because Pat Sertan the second's not going to get a lot of throws his way. I'm not sure. If I were a Bronco fan, if I'd be ready for that. But uh, with the limited draft capital you do have, there are enough positions of need to where you should be able to at least get a contributor at some point in the second, third round, somewhere around there, right? I would think so. And in free agency, obviously. That's one of Sean Payton's calling cards for what he did in New Orleans. He rebuilt that offensive line through the draft and free agency. Drafting guy like Ryan Ramchek, who mm-hmm. still feel like the Broncos should have taken. Cam Jordan on the defensive side. Obviously. Let's go back to what Terry Bradshaw said about going going through the discussions he had with Sean Payton about where Sean Payton should go and, and coach. First off, if I'm Sean Payton, am I mad at Terry Bradshaw when I 
when I'm seeing him this week, because I mean, Sean Payton's going to work on the the Fox telecast for the Super Bowl this weekend. That he's sharing the these these personal conversations with the media about what he was going through, decision making, which teams he liked, which quarterbacks he had concerns about working with. I, I guess my thought is this: if Sean Payton didn't tell Terry Bradshaw, "Hey Terry." This is just stays just with us. Mm-hmm. Please do not share this with the media. And he does it anyway. Th- then I'm ticked. If I'm just having a conversation and it never comes up that hey, you know, by the way, I'd really, I'd really prefer you not mention this publicly. If it's just conversation, and Sean Payton does not give two cents about who who finds out or who knows, then how can he be mad at Terry Bradshaw about that? Well, these we don't know what the exact extent of that conversation right. was, whether or not it was, hey, don't talk about it, or I don't really care. I don't, I don't care what Kyler Murray hears me say. I, 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 don't, I don't care about that. And I don't know how close the two Louisiana-connected people are, Bradshaw and Saints head coach Sean Payton. But, like, I don't know if they're really that close to where the – off-the-record conversations are expected to stay off the record. You know what I mean? Right. They might be. I don't know. I guess if I'm talking to somebody, and I even if I'm, even just in my daily life, mm-hmm. if I'm talking to somebody and I say, hey, this is just between us, Yeah. then I expect it to stay just between us. Because and if you ask me that, I would say that. Maybe, and maybe I just... Or I would, do, I would, be, I would abide by that, I should say. I... I don't have that sort of trust in people, kind of the same way. I expect every conversation I have with anybody to be relayed to somebody else, right? Whether who, no matter who, it's, unless I explicitly ask, hey, don't say this to anybody. And even then, it's one of those things to where it's 2023. That's probably not enough to keep this conversation private. If I don't want this information out, I don't tell it to anybody which is a valid point which is where I, I i tend to operate now in my life which is if i say something mm-hmm. and you share it no yeah, i'm okay i'm, I'm backing yeah. that up yeah that's what i said like you talk to somebody who otherwise shares, i don't i don't say it if i right. don't if i'm concerned about hurting somebody's feelings upsetting somebody yeah then i then i don't say it exactly and I, I just, if you're I just, gonna talk to somebody who's job is sharing opinions professionally you have to expect at some point they're going to run out of a combination of words that don't include your story. but i do though in the case of sean payton who's you know a newbie to the broadcast industry and terry bradshaw who's been doing it a very long time i do expect some level though of common courtesy of if i say to you hey let's keep this among ourselves i really don't want you sharing this mm-hmm. I do expect some level of okay. I res- no, one hundred percent. I respect that, and I'm not. I'm not going to share that with anybody. But in the absence of that, I think Sean Payton's been in the professional sports world long enough that he knows he's in demand as a coach, and anything he says out loud to anybody that's not his wife or children is a scoop, whether it's Sean Payton told me he had eggs for breakfast, he had a Denver omelet, Broncos head coach. Whether it's that or I don't really want to go to Arizona because I don't want to work with Kyler Murray, 
anything in that gap is news when he's being courted as here's, like he was. But here's the thing I think about Sean Payton that I think is the 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 better point on all this. I don't think he cares. I don't think he really cares. I just don't think he cares. I think he's that kind of guy. It's like I don't care if if I said it. Yeah, that's how I feel. He's really not going to walk it back. I don't think he's. He doesn't go, have oh, to. Oh, I don't hurt Kyler Murray's feelings. I'm s- sorry, Kyler. I don't. Th- I don't think he right. cares at all. He didn't say it in a Call of Duty lobby on the Xbox, <laughs> so Kyler Murray's probably not going to hear it. Probably not. One thing that uh, has come up is about uh, the, the Aaron Rodgers comments about the fact the best referees are leaving the game to go be rules analysts for network broadcasts because the money's better. And so Fox rules analyst Mike Pereira talked about Rogers' comments during Fox's Super Bowl media availability. Uh, Pereira telling the New York Post, I liked his logic, but it didn't apply to me because I was already off the field and in the league office. He has a point. I do feel that officiating is underappreciated from the standpoint of the league. I think the job I had as head of officiating is the second most important job in the league. I give Roger Goodell the number one job, but I think what happens in officiating and the integrity of the game, I think that position is so important that if you get the right one, you should do everything to not let them go. Mike Pereira right about that? I I think that it's it's a position that officials are always under the microscope. They're scrutinized. NFL officials in particular are the best ones getting away and, and going to work in TV. The Gene Steratores, the guys like that. You know, the, the league obviously has not valued that spot because Pereira is no longer there. Dean Blandino is no longer there. Mm-hmm. He works with Pereira at Fox. Should the NFL be putting more emphasis and importance on on who they hire to be the head of officials? It, it seems like there, there's been year after year after year we have issues with officiating. Mm-hmm. Whether it's poor, poor implementation of uh, instant replay, wh- whatever the case may be, the infamous Rams Saints game, yeah, all these things that have gone on, officiating sadly takes center stage more than it should in the NFL. And to reference what we talked about last segment with Paul, with more and more states legalizing sports ding, gambling, ding, ding, and the most bet upon sport being the National Football League. This is only going to get even more microscopic looking at the officials. Because it was one thing when, even just a few years ago, right? Like, well, that cost that team the win, and that kind of sucks for them, you know. But there's billions of dollars at stake on these games, especially the deeper into the season you get, right? And the push to have them be full-time officials, not have to have the outside jobs, that's still going on. The scab officials from a few years ago, that was a big issue. Remember the the Seahawks Monday night game where you had one official signal touchdown and the other waving incomplete? Those were replacement officials. Those were replacement officials, and so that kind of got the league and the referees union kind of talking again and got everybody back to work. It's not gotten any better. No matter what they've tried, it's not gotten any better. The rules are 
tweaked every year to where it's something different. They have them focus on a new aspect every single year, it feels like. Well, this year it's going to be pass interference. This year it's going to be offensive holding. This year you're going to be able to review X. This year now you're not, and this and that. And now there's New York in your ear that can buzz in and say, hey, I think you need to take a look at this again. Everything's different. But they aren't even using that to the full capability no, not. Of, of what they have with the war room and being able to mm-hmm. reverse something on the field that, that needs to be corrected. And there's only seven guys out there for t- to cover 22 players who are bigger, stronger, faster than the officials. You know what I mean? I personally think they need, da, 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 da. they need a second official in the back judge area. So that dude's not in the middle of the field. Tripping up defensive players, getting into wide receivers, running post routes, you know, maybe moving that guy or getting a second one out there. So you have somebody else. The ones out there aren't great. And I know adding somebody else who's not already an NFL official is not going to mean he's a better one. But there's something needs to be done. And I think it's more drastic than not. The little tweaks are just not enough. Something more substantial needs to happen. They need to invest in a person to run officiating that's going to be there year in and year out to make sure that systems work better, like instant replay, mm-hmm. that the NFL officiating rises to the level that it needs to, especially now in a world of sports betting, where there's always, ah, like, like Bengals Chiefs, ah, the Chiefs got to fix. run that play again. It's yeah. fix. It's fix. Everything's a fix now. All right, 841. Conor McGahee coming up in just a moment. Let's quickly get into... We're into four-down territory on the Jim Davis Show on the team. All right, first down, LeBron James. So overwhelmed by breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record last night that he let an F-bomb fly at the end of his speech last night. I'm going to cut him some slack, right? I mean, not that we... You and I may use profanity. We don't encourage profanity in that particular mm-hmm. vein, but in that particular arena. Or, but come on, let's, let's cut him a little bit of slack. Yeah. How about that? All right, one more NBA for me. Second down. Isaiah Thomas back in the NBA. Chris Haynes of TNT reports that the Phoenix Suns and their new owner intend to hire. The Hall of Fame point guard, the retired Hall of Fame point oh, guard. Oh, not former Nuggets guard Isaiah Thomas. No, Different this one. is the oh, This original. is the Isaiah Thomas. This is the Isaiah Thomas. And then he's going to have a prominent role in Phoenix in the front office. Oh, yikes. That's not a good That's not a good move, Phoenix. Not a good move at all. Isaiah Thomas has not exactly had a... Uh, Stellar run. Put together a really solid no. post-playing uh, career resume. Third and fourth down. Joe Dumars has, however, though. He's yes, done a he great has. job for the league office, I think. Uh, Tom Brady's coming back to his uh, Let's Go podcast on SiriusXM oh, for another okay. two years. So there you go. There's that. Just thought I would throw that out there. Uh, and uh, the World Baseball Classic is just right around the corner. And they're talking about, uh, you know, just trying to hype it a little more. Nolan Arnato was making the rounds yesterday. And uh, he says they're just going to do whatever they can to hype the game. You uh, fired up for World Baseball Classic 2023? I'll watch it. I don't know if I'm fired up. I'm 
Yeah, I'll watch it. I, I find yeah, it interesting. It. Yeah, I find it interesting. Just don't hurt anybody on my teams. That's that, Exactly. All right, 843, Av's voice. Connor McGay, he joins us next on the Jim Davis Show. Good morning, gentlemen. What are the haps? The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader, the team. Welcome back, 846. Jim and the Buckeye boy. We're 0 for 2 in the 8 o'clock hour. Connor McGay, he texted Connor. He said he was good to go for today, but uh, he's out in Pittsburgh, probably getting ready to catch a flight, all those kind of things. Uh, this hour, by the way, brought to you by Preston Lee, a country financial believes in building relationships, supporting the community and serving others. Have a chat and let him help you protect the things that are important to you. Google him at Preston Lee Country Financial. So, unfortunately, no Connor McGahee. Maybe next hour if Connor's available, if we get a hold of him. I had the chance to talk with uh, Chuck Nissen. Chuck is uh, the gentleman that assigns officials here on the Western Slope, and spring sports are fast approaching. Here's our conversation with Chuck Nissen. Play breakfast team phone line. Talk about officials, spring sports, fast approaching. Colorado's custom sports, Chuck Nissen joins us. Good morning, Chuck. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Of course, Chuck's involved in assigning officials all across the Western Slope. And uh, spring sports, fast approaching. We're getting to kind of the tail end of, of winter sports, Chuck, with regional wrestling coming up and state wrestling tournaments and of course basketball postseason is on the horizon so it's time to think about those spring sports and the need is always great regardless of the season you need more officials coming up here soon yeah we're looking we're, we're looking for some people to help us with some spring sports i mean we need people in every sport but you know we're about five weeks away from the start of spring sports which seems like a long time but it's not and we need some people for baseball and soccer and lacrosse and uh, it's a great time to, if you're interested, it's a great time to get out and get involved with the You Look Good in Stripes initiative that Mr. Kruger and Mr. Bukachasa have uh, got going across the state. Where, you know, everything, you know, your registration and testing fee is free, and you can also get uh, reimbursed for most of your uniform. So we're looking for some people to, uh, that are interested in maybe becoming an official for spring, but it's also a good time to get started for anything. Have you seen a little bump, Chuck, from the You Look Good in Stripes initiative? Have you seen a little bit of bump in, in interest from people? Yes and no. I mean, um, most of our basketball and wrestling people had already been had already registered when it came out. Um, we're hoping that this spring, I mean, I know we have uh, four or five baseball umpires that are new that took advantage of it, and hopefully we could get uh, anybody this spring from now on for the spring sports to uh get involved with it. I know there's four or five gentlemen that are going to get involved with football due to the, the initiative and, and being able to, you know, the, the cost down. Chuck Nissen joining us today. He's in, uh, in charge of assigning officials here on the Western Slope for high school sports. And so with with the initiative, the, the pay increase, what does that look like for somebody, Chuck, that's, I mean, not not that it's about the money. It should never be about the money, but, but people do... They're going to give their time. They, 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 some folks want something regarding, you know, you know that resembles a fair compensation. What does that look like now with the initiative and the, the changes that uh, Mike and the folks over at Chas have made? Well, starting next season, didn't start last Tuesday when they voted, and starting next season, uh, there's about a 30% pay increase. So um, if you're uh, doing a sub-varsity freshman or JV level contest, you make $60 a game. Um, varsity wages go up. Uh, to $85 per man per game. 
you know, which is about a 30% increase over what we, uh, what we work, what we make now. Um, so it, it's a, it's a great thing, hope not just to recruit people, but to retain the people that are still here as we still have a lot of folks that are, you know, waver about whether this is something they still want to continue to do. So maybe the pay increase or the compensation or the fact that somebody's showing them a little love or care that, about what they're doing will keep more people around and hopefully recruit more people. Chuck Nissen joins us today. He assigns officials for high school sports here on the Western Slope. And so for people that they want to get information about the, uh, you know, you look good in stripes initiative, the, the changes there, Chuck, they can go to a Chassel website. I'm assuming Chassel now find the information there. What, what's the, what's the direction you want to send people to, on that? You go to the Chassel now website. There's a, a QR code or a, or a link you just click on and uh, you put your name and information in there. And then, uh, Monica and Mike Brooks send that out to the local people. That's one way to do it. Or you can just get a hold of myself, you know, at two six zero eight five two two. Or obviously you can call Paul Kane, you know, two five four five one five four. Two five four five one five four for Paul. And then you know you Matt Carosa is our lacrosse guy. He's been very involved in lacrosse forever. Uh, he does a great job with that and his number is nine eight five two one one three. And Doug Levinson is doing our baseball, and he is 250-5050, pretty easy to remember. And we could really use some help with some spring sports so we have enough people to officiate the contest so the kids get out and have the opportunity to to do what they're loving to do. Absolutely. Is there one sport in particular? I mean, like you said, you need officials for everything, but is there one that you really... Lacrosse, we're always low in numbers because people just don't know anything about lacrosse, but... You can learn it very quickly and very easily. It's, it's a great sport for young people. And then baseball, we have a lot of people. I'm not, how should I put this? A lot of veteran people that are leaving because it's just dead. Chuck Nissen joining us today. Now, as far as, once again, Chuck, just kind of the process of what somebody has to go through to be an official. What does that look like for folks? You have to register with Chassa. Uh, is the first thing. You know, contact us or Chassa and uh, get registered so they have you in as a registered official now that there's no fee then you would come and uh come to the meetings there's some rules meetings are going on right now for baseball there'll be a couple here for lacrosse and uh then you have to test and uh so you're proficient or you're learning the rules and then we uh you know work on getting you a uniform and get you into some scrimmages hopefully and then uh you know we're not going to throw you right into something that you're not ready for we'll get you some help lower-level games to get you started, to get some experience and make some money. All right, Chuck. And once again, if you need uh, Chuck's number, uh, Paul Kane's number, feel free to, to text in, and I can get you their numbers because I, I have uh, both those gentlemen's numbers. Uh, just text into the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line, 970-242-1340, and uh, we can get you taken care of. So uh, just uh, text in, and I can shoot that number, Chuck's number, or uh, or Paul's name or, or Paul's number, both numbers to you, if you want information on becoming an official. Hey Chuck, I always appreciate the time, appreciate the the no. great work that you do, and uh, I'm I'm glad that you know this is something that Mike Kruger has taken as one of a, a front burner issue for him now as the, as the commissioner of Chassa. It's it's something that uh, has needed to happen for a while. I'm glad Mike has has uh, taken the initiative on this, and appreciate the time as always, Chuck. No, thank you for all your help. What you do. All right, there's Chuck Nissen. So if you would like Paul Kane's number, Chuck's number, feel free to reach us here at the radio station. Text us on the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line, 970-242-1340. I believe uh, Paul, who was with us earlier, Paul has officiated in the past and uh, 
is interested in maybe getting back into it. So if you have an interest in being a spring official, they they need it for all sports, but uh, lacrosse in particular, they're really struggling to find officials for that. Uh, give us a text, Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line, 970-242-1340, and uh, we can get you uh, Paul Kane's number or Chuck's number uh, to reach out to them. All right, next hour, there's some phone issues for Connor McGahee. I think we have those resolved. So Connor McGahee coming up at 9. Yeah. And then Brian Roth, voice of the CSU Rams, will join us at 920. Because I double-booked them for 9 o'clock. That's okay. They're, it's fine. And then uh, 940, Blaze 3 of the Colorado Mesa men's basketball team, who just reached uh, 1,000 points in his career last weekend, uh, will join us on the program as well. Talk about Mines and Metro State coming up this weekend for the Maverick basketball teams. All right, LeBron James, now your all-time leading scorer. What does that mean in terms of him being the greatest of all time, in your opinion? So uh, send that our way today. Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line, 970-242-1340. And uh, coming up next hour, as I mentioned, Brian Roth, along with Connor McGahee and Blaze 3. This is the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. Make sure you check us out online. Check out the interviews and podcasts as well at theteam1340.com.